Okay, well, welcome everyone to Honest, Healed, and Happy Episode 2. I'm super excited to have one of my nearest and dearest friends with me. Today, we're going to be talking about friends, how many of us have them. Her name is Nicole Bradley. I have known Nicole since, i say 2000, so over 20 years now, you know, give or take less than 25 or over 20 years. So we have had a long run with friendship. That's why I felt she was the best person to have this conversation with because we have learned a lot about each other over the last 20 years and a lot about, you know, maintaining friendships, you know, understanding boundaries, learning how to sustain a friendship. So I'm excited. You excited? Tell the people a little bit about yourself. Yes. I am happy to be here with my dear friend, Lady Leslie. <laughs> um, as Leslie said, we have known each other for over 20 years. We have many stories. Um if there was one friend that I can say knows me the most, and I like it, and then I don't like it, <laughs> it's, it's Leslie. <laughs> um, so I, I am happy and excited to have this conversation and to share with you guys. Yeah, I, that is true. That It works both ways, just so you know. There yeah. is one person who knows me the most. That is you. It's annoying. Sometimes I duck it because you know, I yeah. want to be mysterious. But anyway, you, you the same. So we came up with some questions that I think will resonate with everybody. I think <laughs> I think we're gonna walk down memory lane with some of these questions and that's okay. That's the whole that's the whole point of this platform to be honest, healed and happy. So let's start with the first question. Um friendship can take on various forms mm-hmm. from childhood buddy to work acquaintances. So how do you define what a true friend is and what qualities do you value value most in a friend? I value a friend who is trustworthy, um, who's honest, um, and who just hasn't changed through the various change in a sense of the various phases of life. Someone that, you know, no matter where they've been or what they're going through, they kind of stayed even with you, so to speak. Um, So that's what I value the most. Okay. So when you say that, when you say even, you mean they're not the same like where you met when you right. first met them, but they've they've been consistent with you. Right. Right. Yeah. I, I really like that because I think that today in this day and age, consistency is a hard character trait to find in most it people. Is. It is. Because I think people don't even know how to define consistency. Not meaning because we always associate consistency with growth. Like I'm growing. You just mad because mm-hmm. I'm growing. We're not talking about that. We're talking about consistency as it relates to how we treat each other consistency as it relates to uh how we maybe even develop together i think right, that right i like the fact that you said that would you agree with that or oh definitely definitely um just for instance if i met you as an assistant at your company right and then you're now the president right and so there's there's a certain respect level right that I know you as an assistant, I know you as a president, but as your friend, I'm going to respect you in that right. area, right? right? So I think that's how you can count your true friends as well. Like, you know, someone who's not changing up on you or now that you're no longer per se in the same dynamic almost, right? you still can come together and relate with each other. Right, right, right. So on the flip side of that, so have you ever experienced a friendship that evolved or changed over time? And how did you navigate those changes? 
Yeah, I think um, especially with childhood friends, it's easy to have those examples um, because sometimes childhood friends hold you to who you were in high school, regardless of where you've been, (laughs) what have you accomplished. Sometimes they're just looking at you still as that friend from high school. So I've had some experiences where I'm like, hey, I'm not there any longer. Like, yes, I've known you. We can have those laughs and, you know, go back and talk about, you know, the good old days, as they say. But I'm here today and I'm trying to go up tomorrow. Right. Um, right. So sometimes you you kind of just naturally depart or naturally just grow apart. Right. And that is tough because you think everyone you start out with and grades, it could be grade school, high school, they're going to be with you forever. And it is a tough lesson and it does hurt. Right. Um, but the ones that I've had success with, we were able to communicate through the transitions of the different phases of adulthood. Right, the ones that right. weren't so successful, we we haven't been able, for whatever reasons, um, to communicate through different transitions and to really just understand each other. Yeah. No, I think that's, we always joke because I feel like we're both from New Jersey, born and raised in New Jersey. Yeah. And I always say this, people in New Jersey always talk about, I remember when. You be like, I, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I'm beyond that, you know? And I... Thank you for reminding me. You know, they yeah. always feel like you have to go back there. So I understand what you're saying by that. Like, I think there are some people who are just stuck in time. They just, they just there. They don't want to, they don't want to grow past those days, the high school yeah. days, you know, and that irritates me. If I, every time, if I'm get with you, if I'm, when we're together, you talking about that time, remember that time in the lunchroom when we had the <laughs> No, (laughs) the answer is no, no, I don't remember that time. So yes, I do understand that. And I think, you know, you brought up a good point. Childhood friendships are very difficult to maintain. I mean, even I have, I would say most of my my childhood friends, you know, you you still talk to them in a certain manner, but you won't, for some of them, not all of them, you don't have the same connection or maybe the glue that, you all had back then that kept you stuck is just not there anymore. And I think that's one of the tough things about friendship nowadays is we look at friendships as organic. Like you don't have to really put work into them, but Mm. you do. Mm. You do have to put work into friendships. And I think both parties need to understand that you both are going to change no matter how close you are, Mm -hmm. no matter what, you know, you all could have grow up together in the same, in the same bed. It it doesn't matter at some point you're going to, you know, fall into who you are destined to be. And that may cause a gap. So when those gaps come about, what do you, how do you determine like which friendships are worth saving or which ones are not? Like, have, have you had any experience with that? Just having, having the hard conversations to start with, (laughs) Um, having the hard conversations. If you see a change in the friendship and you really want this friendship to, you know, last and go on through the years, sitting that person down and just telling them how you feel, it could be uncomfortable. It can be, you know, you might not want to do it, but if it's important to you, I think you'll have those conversations. And um, if the other person is not receiving of it at that time, you may have to walk away, which is hard, very hard. Um, But I think having those hard conversations and just being honest on where you are and how you are feeling in that moment and just saying, hey, you're you're important to me. I want us to, you know, continue in our friendship, but this is how I'm feeling. 
And yeah. I think I think me and you both have had those conversations oh, yeah. with um, each other. Yeah. yeah. No, we've had. Yeah. But I think when we have had it, it was like when you look back on those conversations we have had with each other, I think in the time being selfish and immature, you'll look at it like I just need to get away from you. Right. Mm -hmm. When really it's more so about yourself. Mm -hmm. Like you are you are going through something or you are experiencing something that you can't articulate to the other person. Yeah. And a lot yeah. of people don't see it that way. They don't see it as a communication issue, but it is. And mm -hmm. if your friend truly is your friend, they will understand what you're trying to convey. Cause sometimes yeah. you don't know how to say like, I don't know what's happening with me right now, but I just need space. Right. 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 And we don't know how to, you know, I don't need to be in the same environment or mm -hmm. I'm not doing well right now. I need a moment. Right. People don't know how to that that part about being real. Everybody was talking about being real. Yeah. yeah. Being 100. But when the time comes for you to communicate you what you, what is happening to you, you yeah. struggle. With it. And so, you know, I'll admit to you, we've had these conversations before. So that's why I can say it publicly is that there was times where I was taking it out on you, but it was really stuff with myself. Right, mm -hmm. that I had to correct or stuff that I needed to deal with by myself. Yeah. It had nothing yep. against you, but it was more so like, okay, what does Leslie need to do in this moment? And what do I need to communicate to Nicole? So I feel like people people just don't know how to do that today. Yeah. Yeah. And I, it, it does explain, I mean, I don't know if you agree with this, but you know, we know a lot of single people, mm -hmm. right? And so when you look at friendships, no matter, friendships are a form of a relationship. Yeah. So how yeah. you communicate in friendships always tends to be the way in which you communicate in relationships. Yeah. And we know some people who you'd be like, you ain't ready to get married. Yeah. Don't date nobody. Date yourself. Right. <laughs> and I, <laughs> I think people have to understand, like, learning how to communicate is oh. so important. I mean... Just being able to say, today ain't the day. Mm -hmm. You agree with that? I agree with that. But like, it, it's easier said than done, right? Because we've is. been in those situations where we may have it wanted is. to convey those things. And it goes vice versa. Like, and it always, like they always say, every relationship starts with yourself, right? Yes. So whatever relationship you have with your friends, your anybody in your, in your circle, it starts with yourself. So if you're not feeling good about yourself, if you're not confident with yourself, that kind of bleeds onto the people around us, whether you want it or you don't. And then that causes a lot of chaos, sometimes drama. Um, but yeah, it definitely, I think being able to express boundaries to your friend that, especially your friend that, you know, you've been around, I wouldn't say 24 hours out of a day, but you know, right. you've been around quite often. Like you've seen right. this friend multiple times a week, multiple times a month. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh, I, I need space. And right. sometimes that's just not easy to communicate. Right, right. Uh, well, I think, we could go back and using us as an example. I learned that I'm a person that needs boundaries. I yeah. mean, it, and it's it's not when I say boundaries. Maybe I should a better word is space. Okay, I need space mm -hmm. because as as much as an extrovert as I am, as much yeah. as I enjoy connecting with people, I also need time to myself. Right, and then mm -hmm. I used to feel bad about saying that, like. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we spend too much time together. I don't really <laughs> like the way you you like your breathing is bothering me. Right? <laughs> Once you get to that point, you know you may need to take a break, and that's okay. The other person 
should understand it. But I, I do think, especially with females and mm -hmm. us being females, we go through these time periods in life where we like we gravitate towards each other in a way. Yeah, in a way, like we stick close. Girl, we're gonna do everything together. You going to mall, I'm going to. You going to Burger mm -hmm. King, I'm coming to. It was that type of party. And so it's hard as time goes on to to really say like, okay, I don't want to spend this time with you. I want to eat Chick-fil-A today. And right. I don't want to look at you. Like I want to go to yeah. the movie by myself. <laughs> right. I mean, you, you have to be willing to communicate that. And I think, I think you're absolutely right. It's easier mm -hmm. said than done. And it also takes maturity, mm -hmm. you know? And so I do believe too that in friendships, especially when you go from childhood friendships all the way to adult, you got to right. give each other grace to grow and mature. Yeah. Like that is, I think that's a And big, honestly, I think the childhood friends transferring into adulthood are the hardest because mm -hmm. like I said, I've known you since you were, you know, wearing braces and eyeglasses and, you know, right. where I meet someone in a prof professional setting, they just know me who I am today. You know right. what I mean? We can start our friendship or relationship from today. So right, it's easier right. in a sense. I don't have to go back or, you know. And so I think it's easier sometimes to even start adult friendships where you are because you already you're already setting the tone. You're already setting the boundaries. You're already setting you're more into who you are. You know what I mean? You came into yourself right. a little bit more than when you were 15 or something like that. So it's right. kind of harder, I think, to transfer over. It, um, I agree with you on that. It is. It is kind of hard. The transition. It's hard to <laughs> to grow up and become an, an adult for yourself, right? To yeah. the, tra the transition. So just imagine making room for someone else. I think that is difficult. And I think nowadays we put so much emphasis on what the stereotypical aspects of what friendships really are. I don't feel like we're teaching the younger generation behind us, like what it truly means to yeah. have a long, you know what I mean? Long-term friend, long-lasting relationship. And it takes work. It's about work. What? It takes a lot of, <laughs> a lot of work. <laughs> so I really like this question because I think this is going to lead into some, some interesting uh, conversation. So in today's age, right, social media has kind of changed the way we connect uh, with friends. Yeah. <laughs> How do you see technology impacting the quality and authenticity of friendships? Like, what do you, what are your thoughts on that? I think it, it, mm, that's a good question. I think it can harm it only if you allow it to. Right. Um, I think the face to face is still needed. The time mm -hmm. together is still needed. You know, we're adults now, so we don't need to spend time, you know, it could be two months, three months, but we're good friends. We're going to pick up from where we lost, left off. Right. But I think I don't, as long as it's not replacing your friendship, like we're just talking on Instagram or whatever, Twitter, whatever we're using. Um, and we're never, you know, seeing each other, spending time with each other, updating each other in real life. <laughs> um, what's yeah. really happening. Right. On the cell, or whether it's FaceTime, cell phone or whatever, I think um, social media could harm your friendship. You could kind of just start living in that bubble. Yeah. So as long as it's not used like to replace, you know, the actual maintenance of your friendship, I should say. Yeah, I can send you a meme and we could laugh. Right. But I think you still need that um, quality time and quality, you know, if you know, yeah. what I mean, like face to face. Yeah. And I think people have I mean, social media has just <laughs> taken over everyone's lives. Yeah. I someone, um, well, I know of someone that recently had said you didn't. Um, I sent you an Instagram message. You didn't respond. The first mm. thing I thought was, do you have a phone? Right. Can you call me or text yeah. me? 
And I think it's because I have, I think in that moment, I didn't realize how much, you know, social media is a crucial part of right. our lives to the point where now me messaging you back through social media versus you calling text or even us meeting in person becomes mm -hmm. more important. So, yeah. And I also think, you know, this is my personal opinion. Yeah. You tell me if I'm right or wrong, because, you know, social media for just in general, I think has created confusion Ooh. around the personal touch aspect, right? Mm -hmm. Like the importance of, cause we, tr we've traveled together, mm -hmm. right? Now, if you want to know if somebody is your, really your friend or you want to, <laughs> you want to get to know somebody, go on vacation with them, right? People always, my sister this, my this, my that. <laughs> Talk to me after you go on vacation, right? Yeah. Um, I think those things are important. It helps build up bonds. It also helps break down bonds. Thank yeah. you, Jesus. Sometimes you need to, <laughs> thank you, Lord. <laughs> Sometimes you need to say, okay, I got that. Don't need to do that anymore. And I think too, like it creates, I'm I I cannot stand this cookie cutter version of life yeah. that everybody is living today. I think it puts you know, people put memes, 30 second reels out there and they try to explain, you know, friendships in 30 seconds yeah. and give you how to be a better friend in 30. I can't stand it. I really think it's like minimizing authenticity of individuals, which is also, um, I think, minimizing the authenticity of friendships that two people have together. It diminishes is a better word, diminishes right. because, you know, two people should be able to build and grow from a friendship standpoint the way they want to. It shouldn't right. be, you don't have to match if you don't want to. Yeah. Y'all don't have to take, you know, you don't have to look the same. You don't have to do the exact same. Define friendship the way you want to. And this is what I've appreciated both about, <laughs> appreciated most about <laughs> our friendship. You have always let me be me, no matter what. Mm -hmm. I'm going to be me. One thing we have always known about each other is neither one of us can fight. <laughs> so ain't going to be <laughs> nothing for the world. <laughs> and we used to stay, you know, that we stayed in our lanes. We protected each other from that standpoint. You you know, back in the day, you had a problem with somebody, we would remind the other one, like, you really can't fight. So just, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> just don't get loud. Because I'm not going to back you up at yes. all. So. <laughs> And I, you you gonna get help though. You'll get help. No, I'm gonna get help. You'll call the cops. I'm not doing none of that. I will run real fast. Too cute to fight. I'm from that. I don't want anybody to ever think this is the. You won't leave me cold out there, but you're gonna get. No, help. I'm not gonna leave you cold outside. I'm gonna get you the help that you need. However, <laughs> but I mean, we used to have those conversations and laugh. But at the end of the day, we were being our authentic selves, and I yeah, love that. Yeah about our friendship even when we were mad like you and i were able to express to each other how we were feeling in our own way and it wasn't a problem like yeah and i think we did grow even though we've we've had like really tough moments i think we did grow from that like yeah. allowing each other to be who we are and loving each other for that i think what do you think you think that's a hard thing for people to do oh absolutely because also it's like not just instagram but social media period glamorizes everything right so yeah you mm -hmm. might see these best friends and you know they're dressing up alike and walking down but honestly if you haven't had those dirty moments <laughs> and we've had some ugly we moments had them. you know we, we've had them we like we were like real sisters in a sense of we're gonna fight we're gonna argue but then we know let's give it some time 
And right. because at the, I think at the base of it, we have a great foundation. And like you said, we know that we could be be ourselves around each other. Right. You know, even in moments we might not want to show vulnerability or show like our real selves or what's really right. happening. We know that each other, we can trust each other with that. So I think, you know, you can't, basically it's comparison. You can't compare your friendship, your marriage, your no. job, your career. I mean, no. honestly, a nine to five job these days don't look as appealing or glamorized as <laughs> some of these, you know, everything else, social media, you know, entrepreneurs that happen overnight. Now I'm not yep. saying it happened overnight, but it, they're, they're glamorizing like it did. Like tell yes. me the story that you had 10 years ago, 20 years ago, you know, right. I mean, we're just seeing like the glamorization of, of what's happening now right. and i think that can kind of confuse especially the younger generation it can confuse them like wait a right. minute yeah they think they're supposed to get everything now where everything's just supposed to be nice and pretty and nice and easy but that's just not real life yeah no we started from the bottom now we're here with me and you because yeah, we, have had, we have had i mean really tough hard conversations like definitely. what is going on with you what's going on with you and it turns definitely. <laughs> maybe a year <laughs> to myself but I, you know i i think i one of the things that i feel that social media has done for individuals right that doesn't allow people to be authentic mm -hmm. and um to communicate effectively and yeah. to truly value friendships and people for who they are is we we have created this environment of relevance relevancy mm -hmm. yeah right? We're being, we're being, you know, uh, liked or popular is more relevant than being loved, right? Yeah. And anytime I have, that's a red flag for me for mm. a friend, for as a person, whether, mm -hmm. especially now, it's, mm -hmm. it is a huge red flag for me if a person values being relevant, mm. right, in a room more than they value you know the friendship they have with you and you yeah. sometimes you just sit back and watch people you're like yeah okay once you've been through and this is why i do believe in in life you need to whatever happened to you in the past don't sweep it under the rug because yeah. it's applicable <laughs> mm. in the now it's it's very applicable now so you need to remember like mm -hmm. okay this type of person had this character, that character. Okay, I need to apply it to what's happening right now and just watch. Don't get mad. Just yeah. watch. And yeah. then you don't even have to go down that route. So I have, I, I think I have made a lot of better decisions about mm -hmm. who I connect myself with. And right. I've also learned this is probably, this is not cancel culture, y'all. This is just simply protecting my space. You know, mm -hmm. I'll cut you off <laughs> faster than a light switch. If you know, if I start to if I start to see things that I know I don't need to be connected with, I know they're not someone who displaying good character traits. I'm not talking about what yeah. you have, where you work. I'm talking about good character traits. Right. If I start to right. see that, I don't want I don't want nothing to do it. Mm -hmm. What so what things have you learned about friendships that kind of give you pause when it comes to yeah, so I mean that's a good thing because it's basically saying you're learning from your past experience, so you don't, you know, repeat. They say history can repeat, right? So even with us, like I think now that we've gone through right. some things, we kind of know how to communicate a little bit better. We know about the boundaries, and okay, we're gonna give her space, you know. 
we know um, about support because we've been through some times where I might have thought you weren't supporting me or you might have thought I wasn't supporting you. So I think friendships is, is a life lesson, right? It, it's it's a continuation. Any relationship you get in, you want to learn from your mistakes. You want to learn and become a better person. Not saying that will will be perfect because none of us will ever be perfect. But at least now, if we meet a new friend on the job, a new friend, you know, wherever on vacation and we became friends and now I can see certain things. Oh, she seems like she might be a liar just from, you know, different people you have interacted with from the past. And I think at a, at a certain age, you can just be like, you know what? I'm not going down that route. I'm not even going to. Or you might have went down that route because, you know, you're just growing and learning yourself. So you didn't know where it might end. Right. But you might not be so, you know, willing to go down that route. Yeah. Yeah, because you've seen it before. It's no reason mm-hmm. for me to test it out. Why would I? Why would yeah. I go there? Yeah, I get it. I totally get it. So, like, what what direct advice would you have? Because you have so sh- you have a daughter that's fifteen. Oh Lord, <laughs> yes. <laughs> she just turned fifteen, and, and she is amazing and expressive, and I love it. Like, what type of advice would you give to someone her age about friendships? <laughs> I mean, we have this conversation all the time. Um, uh-huh. You know, well, first I tell her, I'm like, I want her to know what a good friend is. Because sometimes we were never taught what what what, no. is, what does it mean to be a good friend? You know, we right. weren't. Um, I think our parent generation, they just kept a lot of stuff to themselves. And we just kind of learned as we went. Everything. Um, but this new generation, I think they're more open. They they see a lot more like with social media. They're just the society is just totally different now. So I just want her to know what a true friend is. I've talked to her about like, are you honest? Or you know, I'm like, if you go somewhere with a friend and you had a basketball game in high school, you do not leave your friend. You need That's to make right. sure you're with her. She's safe, you're safe, etc. So I'm trying to teach her different things, and she'll look at me like I'm crazy. But <laughs> but um no, but I'm glad trying you to build up her own. Go ahead. No, I was gonna say I'm glad you're teaching her that because you know we had a life people before. <laughs> Nicole is a minister's wife. I'm a pastor's wife, but we had a life before the the life. Yes. <laughs> and yes. when we used to go to homecoming and parties, we didn't leave each other. Yeah. That, I don't know what that's about, but we yeah. didn't do that. Okay, sorry. I right. Say that. Yeah. So just teaching her what a true friend is, you know, being honest, you know. And she's like, Mom, I'm only 15. This is when she says she's only 15. Any other time, she's already ready for the world. She's ready for law school at 15. But now when I'm talking to her about day-to-day stuff, she's like, I'm only 15. I'm like, you understand me. But yeah, it's very hard because also that generation has social media. So they're seeing everything. Like she just told me, oh, one of her friends went to Miami for her birthday that just turned 15. I'm like, okay, that's nice. That's nice. But I want her to know not to compare everything that she's seeing. She wants to go to Dubai. At, at 15, I wasn't thinking about Dubai. But this no. is what these children are seeing. You <laughs> know right. what I mean? So I have to let her know, okay, you can go to Dubai, but you're going to have to work. How are you going to make those coins to get there? Right. How are you going to so, get to Dubai? Um, yeah, it's just a totally different day and age. And I think starting with a good foundation and just, we, I, build, I have to build myself up every day. I'm sure you do. You have to give yourself pep talks. You know, yep. we're all out here together trying to, you know, succeed at whatever we're trying to do. So, yeah. you know, that confidence, I think, will help, you know, the younger generation as well. Like they need someone yeah. to say, you know, the affirmations are very important and not just on social media with memes. But we need to tell, you know, our children and their friends that they are important. They matter and they are unique. They're different. They don't have to follow everything that they're seeing. They can make their own path. 
Um, so I think that's important too. And then just like with our own friendships as well. Like, girl, I see you like (laughs) doing it, you doing it. And I think that's important, you know, that we can constantly give each other pep talks and, um, and that's what I always admired about our friendship because where I had other friends that were praising me and I could do no wrong. You, you, you would give me confidence, but you let me know like, yeah. You ain't perfect, girl. You know, you kept it real in this. And I think that's what keeps people humble. Because yeah. if you just have so many people around you just pumping you up, pumping you up, I mean, it just gives you a big head, right? But yeah. if you have those real people, like, say, yeah, I love you, but you got your flaws. You need to fix your flaws. I see your flaws as well as I see your strengths. Yeah. You know, I think that's important. I think having true good friends is important. Yeah. Um, no, I, I agree with you. And I it worked both ways. Y'all yeah. don't get a twist for a second. The same way I would kick it to her. She would tell me stuff about myself. And you do need that. Like, you know, I think I, I am not, I don't want to be around anyone who cannot receive and give, receive and give. If you always need to receive, I I don't, I really, I don't, I don't like it. And mm-hmm. I don't want to be around it. And I also think, I mean, you you said something that was really important. You know, you talked about what advice we could give to the younger generation, but also how we could model it. Because mm-hmm. I think that's a big problem today. Too many people are just talking and not modeling it. Yeah. So like for you yeah. and I, your daughter has seen us go through various forms, different, you know, changes in our friendship and still remain friends, right? Mm-hmm. And still figured it out. And I think for her, if I was her and if I was looking at us, I would see that and learn from that. And so I think it's also important to to model it, you know, exactly. Teach teach kids by modeling it. Don't just, you know, lecture them. Just don't just sit them down and tell them you need to be doing X, Y and Z. Right. Because I think that's that's one of the, you know, the flaws of previous generations, which they will admit they will admit that they did more lecturing than they did modeling in some instances. Um, or just even I, sharing their challenges, you know, right. they didn't really do that. Right, right, yeah, because, <laughs> I mean, I could probably count on one hand how many times my mom was like, this type of friend you need to be, mm-hmm. you need to stay away from. I mean, and mainly too, I, I do understand, I'm not, I don't hold her hostage because of it, yeah. right? I do understand that her, the generation before her they didn't talk about that. So they exactly. looked at it like, just be quiet. Why are you asking those questions? But this younger generation today, they they care. They want to know. Yeah. They like you said, they see so they see a lot. I mean, mm-hmm. I asked Tristan recently, what you want to do for your birthday? He said he want a birthday party and he want to go on vacation. I'm yeah. like, okay, you need to turn YouTube off. Cause now <laughs> we're doing- <laughs> you're only six years old. <laughs> Relax. Like, wait a second. <laughs> yeah, we weren't thinking about that. We went to Pizza Hut. Like that. And we was were happy party. with it. It was nice. Yeah. You, know? you go to Pizza Hut. You get the salad bar, personal pizza, <laughs> and a sticker. What? Exactly. You. So it's it's totally different, and I do think it requires us to you know bring it back in and model it differently for the younger generation, especially women, young girls, yes. ladies. Yes. We got to do it a little little bit differently. Okay, well, I, listen, we did good. We, we overshare. We yeah. did stuff I was a little nervous. I don't <laughs> want to go too deep. <laughs> this is good. <laughs> but um, if you had any closing words, what would you say hmm. to close us out? 
I don't know. That's a good question. Um, I would just say to have to be a good friend and to have good friends, you have to be good to yourself. Because I found in times when I wasn't being a good friend, I wasn't being good to myself. And then, you know, having space, you know, from the situation, I had to realize, okay, let me be nice to myself. Let me forgive myself for this or let me move past this. And then I am able to be a better friend. So that would be my advice. Okay. (laughs) No, that's good. No, that's really important. And I think that is, we touched upon it, but I I really want to hone in on that. Like for you to be better towards anything, Mm -hmm. a a marriage, a a relationship, a friendship, anything external of you, you need to learn how to, to be good with you and Mm -hmm. work on you. And that's, that's so important. And I'm so excited for us. We're going to be yes, doing I'm so excited. more of these. Um, you, this is not going to be the last time you hear from Nicole or you hear one of our crazy and congratulations stories. on your podcast. This one is amazing. Time. I just love the name. The name just says it all. You, oh, that means a lot coming from you because you could be very critical sometimes. <laughs> you know, be completely healed because we imperfect, but working right. towards healing yields happiness. So. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm excited. Well, y'all, this concludes episode number two. I'm excited about the next episode. I'm going to be talking to my dear friend, my brother, Pastor Jonathan Everett out of New Orleans, Louisiana. I'm so excited. Uh, we are going to be talking about the window of opportunity. It's going to be a great conversation. I can't wait for y'all to join us and make sure you check me out on Apple. My husband say I'm on Spotify. So Spotify. That's what he said. (laughs) If I'm not there, (laughs) call Antar. But Spotify, (laughs) SoundCloud, and I'm on something else. I'm on YouTube. Check me out on YouTube and download, subscribe, do all those great things. And can't wait to see you next time. Bye, everyone.